0: Hello everyone, how are we doing this week? Welcome back to Let's Talk Health. How are we doing? I am really good. I am very happy enjoying my time off from uni. I wrote a blog blog post yesterday, kind of like a little life update if you want to have a read at that. The link is in my Instagram bio, but I'll also put it in the link for the podcast as well just in case you want to have a little read at that. Today I'm going to be talking about something different. I've actually not spoke much about this before really on my blog or on my podcast but I think it's really really important um, to consider when talking about healthy food and sustainably living in a, health- in a healthy way. And obviously food is such a huge part of you know eat life you know we need to eat food and we need to eat it what three plus times a day something that is so crazy to me is how much we eat as humans like obviously we eat too much like there's no doubt about that but I think it's so fascinating how much we need to actually eat and we definitely eat far too much than what we need even you know people that aren't obese or overweight but I just think it's so interesting you know like three meals a day is quite a lot like a lot of times to sit down and eat within within a 24 hours like if you actually sit and think about that we eat so much but that's a little bit of a, a little thought for you but I just think it's so interesting how much we eat as humans and how much we need to fuel our bodies consistently so obviously you know eating is a constant thing daily thing all the time so we have to ensure we're enjoying what we're eating. That is so important, and it's especially important with healthy food. I was actually talking to Jacob this morning about, you know, he was asking me like, why, why does unhealthy food taste good, and um, you know, and some might say better than than healthier options. And I was just kind of saying, like talking about that with him, and the concept of refining something and processing something actually has. Uh, impact on our brains. so like the fat content in food and the sugar content in food basically tricks your brain into making you think you are receiving a really concentrated form of food which you know high in calories high in nutrients that will sustain you for a long time but that is definitely not the case and that's why our bodies and our brains act as though we love this food so much this processed unhealthy food because you know it's like a hit of carbohydrate and fat and that's exactly what our bodies need to survive on and our brains have not evolved to the knowledge that we live in food abundance and that we live in an abundance of food that is very bad for us so our bodies doesn't understand why we would put something into our bodies that are bad for us so that's that's why if you've ever wondered that like why healthy food unhealthy food sorry seems to be better than healthy food but I was also listening to a really interesting podcast about gut health I've been looking into loads of things about gut health recently and you know it's so important um, but I've just been really looking at it and it's interesting because this person was saying that you crave the foods that your microbiome craves. So he was arguing that obviously your gut plays a huge role in your satiety and how full, how full you feel, how hungry you are. Your gut is huge, huge, huge. The gut and brain barrier, um, the connection between the gut and the brain is a massive thing. And, you know, this argued that majority of your hunger and your cravings and your appetite and all these things come from your gut and what your guts craving for So, you know, you have a balance of good and bad bacteria obviously like there is so many different types of bacteria in there but That is it's that's a very simplified way of talking about the gut bacteria but this bacteria, um, you know, is, you feed it. So bad bacteria is fueled by things like refined sugar and toxic fats, you know, all the type of processed foods and foods that are seen as negative for your health. They are all, the bad bacteria is all f- fueled by this food. Whereas the good bacteria is fueled by pre and probiotics like, um, you know, fruit, vegetables, dark leafy greens, beans, nuts, legumes, seeds, all of these things. So, you know, if your diet is predominantly these things, like nuts, seeds, legumes, um, fruit, vegetables, all these things, grains, then your gut is going to crave these things because your body has majority good bacteria, good gut bacteria, which then sends messages to your brain to tell you to eat these foods. So they argue that, like, what you crave is um, an actual, like, sign of of your gut bacteria and what types of gut bacteria you, you have in there so it's really interesting um, but I'm getting off topic again I can't help myself but yes, yeah, so talking about how important food is. Food is so important to ensure that you know we have exactly the nutrients that we require that we are eating enough calories to sustain our bodies to maintain our our healthy organs and our healthy our healthy um, body weight, there, there, you know, food is an endless, an endless list of reasons why we need it, and it's also evolved into social connection, and you know, as food is is ingrained in every single kind of idea and concept within our society, because we need to eat so much, it has become such a a huge part of culture and tradition and social connection, relationship. It's food is a highly complex idea that we don't quite think about and it impacts every single one of us of course like consistently so you know the idea is how do we make food that tastes great but also nourishes our body that's the the ultimate question and you know as you all know I have been interested in health for minimum five years and I've definitely evolved hugely throughout those five years into more knowledge about what's best for my body like what and um, what foods are are gonna help and nourish my body um and what foods don't but it's been a long long journey to figure out these things and I've been researching all these things ext- um, extensively, no extensively for five years so I only know you know what really works for me and all these things but And obviously everyone has different food preferences but there is a lot of like generalised tips that I can kind of give you from what I've learnt from making really great food. And this is another thing that kind of started me on the nutrition concept and being really interested in in nutrition was actually cooking. I've loved cooking for my whole life. I was cooking even when I was really young and it's just always something that I've really enjoyed and found really interesting. Um, I've always, always, always cooked and... You know, I know that a lot of people don't have that type of idea. You know, that to cook and they never really learn. But I just loved it, and my mum taught me loads about about food and the way to cook it. But because I was so interested in nutrition, I didn't really have much choice but to learn how to cook and to learn ways in which I really enjoyed food. Because if you know me as well, I love food so much. Like you won't catch me eating a diet that I doesn't fulfil me in the way of feeling full and feeling good. And food that tastes amazing. Like you just won't. Like, and I don't I don't eat food that I don't like the taste of. But I do eat a lot of healthy food. Everything I eat is, you could argue is, you know, good for me. But you might you know, some people might think I'm like obsessive with it. But I just love the way that I eat and I love the food that I eat because it tastes amazing and it nourishes my body. But it takes a long time to really figure out what type of food you like and how to prepare it in the right way for you to enjoy it. But I do have some things that like I have learned that have just like universal things that make food taste better, and you can even use it like from you know any type of diet. You can you 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 should incorporate these things, but especially being vegan. I was also talking to Jacob about this today. Is that you know when you're vegan, you obviously people see it as like a restrictive thing, and that you're taking out meat and animal products and all these things, which is a huge part of our westernized diet, the westernized world. But though, like, you think about these, majority of your diet is, you know, dairy or meat. That takes out a lot, but it also opens up a whole new world of food that you can add onto your plate. And one of the such a massive benefits of being vegan is to, like, so that you can eat more. (laughs) Like, you can eat so much more and the variety of food is so different. So that's one, this is going to be the first tip, is variety. And, like, this I used to just eat like one plate of like one thing like you know you know it's pretty normal to do that like I'll have like well I would have like a a big plate of pasta and that would be the food that I was eating but and I like not I wouldn't say better but one way to go about that is to have like a small amount of pasta and then have loads of different other things on your plate and then that means that you know you've got a, a, so many different flavors that all interact well together. And that complement each other, and you're getting one more variety of food in one sitting, which means that you'll eat, you're more more likely to have more nutrients in that in that meal, and you've also got so many different flavors that work really well together, and that is a really great way to build your meals and to make really great taste in food. Because, you know, if you think about it, like, if you have one bowl of something, that's just the same thing over and over again. You know, you don't, there's no difference, it's just that food. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that, like, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I challenge you to try doing that. So, a, a meal that's so good like this, I love this meal. You can make things like sweet potato. So, I like to make sweet potato chips with just, like, olive oil, salt and oregano and things like that. And then, like, some roasted vegetables with just some olive oil and some salt. Loads of different roasted vegetables. Leek is amazing in roasted vegetables. If you don't put leek in your roasted vegetables, please try it because it is so good. And then, like, some sort of beans. Beans are so, so good for you. I want to be cautious on on telling people to eat beans, though. You know, if you you don't eat things like that, if you're, you're new to a healthy diet, if you're wanting to implement these things, take it slowly with beans because... And beans and legumes and nuts and seeds and things like that your gut has to kind of evolve to these things especially if you've not been eating the healthiest diet before because like I was saying with the, the gut bacteria if you're having majorly one type of bacteria that is craving you know processed food and all these things then putting like loads of beans into your diet all of a sudden is going to give you bloating and like things like that like gastrointestinal issues so take these things slowly when you're like transitioning you don't ever have to worry about fruit and vegetables just eat that (laughs) your heart's content but i would just say that if you're wanting to implement more beans nuts seeds kind of legumes and you don't you've never really eaten much of that in your life just take it slowly because i don't want you know your gut has to evolve to, to change into these different gut bacteria and you it's a process but it's a process you must go on because the the flourishing bad bacteria is not what you want in your gut and you want this good bacteria, but it just takes a little bit of time for you to be able to fully, um, like, to, f- to be able to fully just eat whatever you want and not, like, healthy-wise and not have sort of gastrointestinal issues, just a little bit of a warning there. But you can use beans and you can put loads of spices on beans and they taste so good. Like, they just add a lot of flavour to food. And you can just, like, cook them in a pan or you can put them in the oven. You can boil beans, but... I don't really know why you do that because it probably won't taste that great but there's loads of ways to cook beans there's, you can do anything that's another thing about a vegan diet is that you don't have to worry about getting food poisoning. so um, you know just have fun with it but that takes me on to my, my next really important thing herbs and spices if you're not putting herbs and spices into your food you're seriously missing out herbs and spices are crazy concentrated form of nutrients they're really really good for you people don't think about this but like herbs is in like fresh herbs, also dried herbs, but fresh herbs is much better. Parsley, coriander, basil, um, thyme, rosemary, dill, sage—all these things that you can get your hands on. This really, you can actually grow these things really, really easily. Rosemary is a very easy one to grow. Just some compost in a pot, plant it, and then once it grows, or you can even buy a rosemary plant um, already grown. And it just it stands all weather. Rosemary plant is so good and it saves you money. Also, mint. Mint just grows like crazy. If you're going to put mint anywhere, put it in a pot because it'll just go everywhere. But um, you can buy these things and they're, they're so helpful to have in your garden. You just pick it. Um, only thing, mint doesn't grow in winter, just in the, the summer. But natural fresh herbs are, honestly, elevate all food like always and obviously like you'll probably know there's different types of herbs for different things parsley goes well in a lot of things basil goes well with things like pasta and um most things as well but mostly kind of like pasta italian type food you'll probably know that one coriander really good for spicy food all these things but play about that thyme is a really great herb it is um really sweet so it's really great in like soups and things if you're going to make soups every herb shove it in there like it's Really great for making food taste great, um and you can chop it really small if you don't like herbs that much um you know you can do anything with herbs, and they're so great for you, and they make everything taste amazing um so don't be shy with herbs, please add them into your food. you will not regret it, but they just make foods taste great. spices, so you know natural forms of spices are really great but they're really difficult to get your hands on. So, you know, you probably all have spices in your kitchen, you know, like paprika, turmeric, turmeric. Oh my gosh, put that in when you can. Turmeric is so amazing for you. You know, I actually take it in a shot every morning because turmeric is the most anti-inflammatory... What's the word? Anti-inflammatory substance, natural substance that we are aware of. So if you can take turmeric in a lot of things, you know, go for it. Obviously, turmeric makes things... make like the colour quite yellow so I would put it in curries and curries and spicy things you can also put turmeric in like the beans that I was saying like cook that like that and that is really great but you know spices like there's loads of things garam masala like all these types of things like that in the jars that you can buy amazing for you you can put it in loads of different things just try it out see what you like because everyone's different and um you know these but spices and and everything really great really great for you and really great to make your food taste good also things like garlic chili and ginger and i know some people are actually um what's the word intolerant to gin, um garlic garlic can be something some people can have issues with garlic but most people are fine and obviously if you don't like spicy food you can use chili in very small quantities but it also adds flavor to your food but if you like spicy food which a lot of people do here actually you know add that in as well um chili chili garlic and ginger are great ways to make food taste great garlic literally you can put that in anything and it'll taste good i don't know anyone who doesn't actually enjoy the taste of garlic garlic is a prebiotic which is a um, feeds probiotic in the gut which is a really great bacteria so garlic is really really good for you so is ginger and chilli such anti-inflammatory amazing foods for your body so ginger ginger, chilli and garlic I would say you could put them all in things like curries and spicier foods Um, ginger and chilli can go in I mean garlic and chilli can go in loads of things you know, just play about with it. But ginger I would say is more like a specific herb um herb. Um what do they call I think it is actually a vegetable to be honest. A root vegetable. I don't even know. You know, actually garlic's a vegetable. I don't I I found that out like a few months ago and I was like, that's crazy. Um anyway. So yeah, ginger, chili and garlic and everything. Onion and onion and garlic together, what a combination. Onion, garlic, and fresh herbs that will elevate any type of food that you have, you know that always start with garlic and onion chopped up nice and finely you can add depends on what you're making, you could add coriander, parsley to these things, finely chopped as well, and that will like the beginning of any type of food is a fantastic way to start so just have fun with these things, go with it, and these types of foods you know you don't go wrong with them and they make food taste great but you know things do take trial and error with cooking and especially to find out what you like so try following like some recipes, recipes are great, I love a recipe you know you always do well with that but the more you cook the more you'll kind of find your own uh, style of things and you'll learn more and more and you'll just be able to cook things and that's where we want to be because cooking is such an important life skill you know who doesn't need food so you'll never regret um, you'll never regret putting effort into learning to cook and learning to cook well because honestly and you'll never never regret that so that's really important olive oil I use a lot of olive oil you would not <laughs> you would not understand how much olive oil we go through in this household and um, it's a great one olive oil is better raw but you can also cook it just try not use it in really really high temperatures um, cooking oil, I can do a whole different podcast on cooking oil because it is quite an extensive topic and there's lots of things to cover when it comes to all um, different oils but olive oil is definitely one of my favourites, I really like the taste of olive oil um, and it's fantastic for so many different things but definitely better raw but definitely use it for cooking as well, I use it to cook with with a lot of things. Um, also other things like avocado oil and coconut oil, um, but I'll do I'll do a different podcast about that because it's such an extensive topic. Um, salted water. Now, a lot of people don't know about this and it is life-changing when it comes to cooking. So, you know, when you cook anything like pasta, potatoes, anything that you boil, rice, quinoa, anything of that, put in a generous amount of salt. Um, Himalayan Himalayan salt preferably but any type of salt, try and stay away from the like table salt that you get that's really really fine and like doesn't stick together, that has caking agents in it and it's highly processed salt. So like flaky salt, um, you know, Himalayan salt, things like that um, definitely make a huge difference so definitely to the taste as well, it's really hard to get salt right when it comes to that table salt that's really fine. So salt, really important, but if you add salt to anything, add salt to everything, salt is a fantastic, fantastic way to bring out the flavours in food. It's necessary in all cooking, even in baking, just a small tiny pinch of salt is needed and if you're eating a healthy diet you know, that you don't eat a lot of processed food, you don't eat, a, um. you know, you don't get takeaways often, you do not need to worry about the, the salt you're adding into food, unless it's like, you know, absolutely obnoxiously <laughs> and crazy, but even then, you know, don't worry too much, we do require salt in our diets and we we need it, we need about, well the requirement, the government requirement is about 6 grams a day, which is like just a little bit over a teaspoon, Um. you know, so... Add salt to literally everything that you're cooking. It will add, but always add like a little bit and then try it so you can add more. Because too much salt definitely ruins things. Um, but actually, you know, you can add, you know, can add salt wherever the stage of cooking you can add salt. So always do less is more and keep trying it. So, salt. Salted water is important. This is where my my point has gone. In pasta, potatoes, quinoa, rice, everything that you boil, add generous salt because this just brings out the flavour in your food. And it's like when you add water, okay, in cooking, water makes things bland. So, if you have to add water, you know, for the consistency of things, for anything, adding water for any reason, make sure it's salted because that will enhance the flavour instead of taking away. So like say you were cooking like pasta sauce or something like that or anything that's like a sauce and maybe it was too thick, water is great but if you've cooked pasta water, if you've cooked rice or something like that, take some of that pasta water or that rice water or the potato water, anything that you've put salt in already and you can add that in to the sauce or whatever to make it the right consistency and it elevates the flavour instead of taking away but don't ever add water to things unless like so like a sauce or anything like that when it's cooking unless you it's right at the start of cooking and you're going to add flavouring or um yeah don't just don't add st- like plain water to food that you're like almost done with or it just doesn't work and it will dull the flavour instead of elevating it so always solid water and always cook things in boiling water with salted water and generous amounts it'll make a massive difference to your cooking that is really one massive tip that I learned um that you know makes a huge huge difference to your cooking um always like this is another thing taste your food consistently you know, you, your cooking will never go wrong if you continuously taste it, because if you do the do it, you follow a recipe or whatever, or you just are making something, if you're not tasting it and then you sit down and eat it and it's not good, it's because you haven't tasted it, because you've not Then you don't have time to change it, but through the cooking process you have time to change it, you have time to add different things, um, so yeah, try that, always try your food, always taste it if you like it, fantastic, like that's all, that's all it is and you don't get to the stage of actually eating it and think that it's missing something. So that's really important, you have to, you have to always taste your food. Incorporating healthy fats is another thing. Healthy fats, so avocado, um, olive oil, uh, loads of things that, so naturally occurring fats are great ways to add flavour, you know, just like the reasons why we like processed food. Um, healthy fats are you know rich in fat and we like fat our bodies like fat our minds like fat but we don't like an excessive amount of restrictive restrictive no what's the word um refined fat we like healthy fat which will add flavor and it'll add creaminess and things like that to your um food you can also add nuts to like sauces and things like that, blended nuts and things, can blend nuts within a sauce. It, you know, it's great. It's a fantastic way to add taste to your, to your food. Another thing to do is add, you know, mix sweet and sour together or, you know, adding like lemon juice, lime juice, um, any type of like citrus um, flavour to food that is, it, it, I, like brings out, it's like the salt in the food it brings together and like m- marries the... um. The food—it's really great way to do it. You can add it on top of things. You can even add through it, like vinegar as well. That's why people—if you've ever noticed in recipes—they add a little bit of vinegar in things like um, cakes and stuff. They sometimes do that. Um, it's a really great way to incorporate flavor and bring it all together. Um, but yeah, that is—that is all the tips I have. It's, it's probably—I think this is quite good. I think it's really important. One thing I'd really like to do is to actually do like a culinary course and properly learn um you know cooking and and all these things I think it would be a fantastic thing to do but I've learned a lot about cooking over the past um five years or whatever and I really enjoy it and I cook every single day non-stop I'm always cooking so you know you learn a lot and it's a really rewarding skill um and it's fantastic you should definitely you know make up make a point of of cooking and learning more about cooking and all you have to do is cook to learn really um you don't have to do any like extensive research or anything like that just go for it and see what you know what what you like cuz home cooking and cooking from scratch is always better than buying something um to eat that's already pre-made or even in a restaurant things like that it's always really good to know what you've put in your food what's in your food and what you're eating especially like I don't know if you've heard like the law of like the law of attraction and stuff like that as well says that you know people cook in your food if they don't love you if they're like bad if they've got bad energy then that goes into the food and you know all these things it's just really great and really rewarding to to eat the food that you've made for yourself something really great about that and you exactly know what's going into your food which is really important you know I I don't like not knowing what I'm eating you you never know especially today in today's society they like put loads of different things in there and you're not really sure what they are and it's just a whole mess so if you can eat majority home-cooked food you know you're you're winning you're you're doing a great thing for yourself and your health and you'll be saving money as well so yeah I really hope you enjoyed this podcast I really enjoyed making it actually it's a bit different from my usual uh, podcasts, but I think it's hugely important, hugely important thing, knowing how to cook properly. But I obviously don't have. Um, I'm not doing a degree in cooking. <laughs> I don't even know if you can do that. Um, but I've learned a lot, and it's it, especially with healthy food as well. I, I, you know, it's it's definitely more difficult. But if you know how to do it, and if you know how to do it right, it's absolutely beautiful food. Healthy food is the best tasting food. You just have to know how to cook it, and I wholeheartedly believe that. So yeah, really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, let me know if you enjoy it. Give me a message. Tell me what you like about the podcast. Like the podcast. Share it with anyone. Um, anything of that would be really appreciated. Um, I I love to be able to get my kind of my message out there and to to help people. That's what I, I want to do. And if you even if you enjoy it, anything, anything you get out of it, let me know. It really makes a difference to me and you know really helps me see that it's all um worth it and that it's reaching people um and it's really it's really great when people tell me that they enjoy my podcast and stuff like that it's such a nice thing it like makes my whole day so if you want to give me a message or like and comment on this or share it with anyone so yeah I really hope you enjoyed and I will see you next week bye